0: Down
1: height! There are no flags on the field! It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a What is up, commuters? It is that time of the day, Friday, TGIF, and uh, I'm joined here by my buddy Kyle. Kyle, how you doing today? I'm, I'm great tonight, Kenneth. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Uh, Kyle's going to be joining us on Fridays on the evening commute. we got Connor on Mondays and Tuesdays. Buddy Eric and Wednesday still looking for a Thursday slot. Not sure what that's gonna happen, but uh, we're just gonna talk uh, talk a little NFL, some MLB recaps. We're gonna give you guys some lines to run away from or take this weekend in NFL, not college football. But we're gonna go ahead and start with the uh, Chiefs and Broncos game last night. Kyle, did you uh, watch any of that game? Absolute
0: bloodbath after that first drive. I was gonna
1: say I uh, I I had the Broncos team total under twenty three and a half and. We were kind of nervous after that first drive, after they went up 6 nothing, And they did not score the rest of the game.
0: You know, I understood the penalty. You want to move the ball up. Go for two. You know, you're at home. Get a little momentum going. Why not? And, uh, you know, what happens next? They get stuffed at the one-yard line.
1: Yeah. After, yeah. Which is, just, the fact that they even got down the field was kind of a fluke. They really could have been shut out. The the Chiefs got bailed out. Or the Chiefs bailed them out on a third down. They, they stopped them, but then they got called for a face mask. And then later there's a pass interference. Really, it could have been a shutout. It could have been thirty nothing game. But the really the big news about this is uh Patrick Mahomes going out, and I believe the first quarter, I think Matt yep. Moore played almost the whole three three quarters. And uh what what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that uh also the news is that he has a dislocated right knee, I believe, and timetable four to six weeks at best, is what they said. The best scenario did happen. I uh, do you think Matt Moore can get wins in the NFL still? Well, he went ten for nineteen last night with 117 yards and a touchdown versus a not the best uh, Broncos defense. I, I mean, like I said, we have coming up for them. They they face Green Bay. They go. They face big a, Sunday night football game. Big Sunday way. night game, and then they got to host Minnesota at Tennessee. And then home versus the Chargers, who have been really struggling this year. And then they got a bye, which could be huge. Because then they come back and they got the Raiders and the the big game versus the New England Patriots. But in those four games that he could possibly miss, maybe more, versus Green Bay, Minnesota, Tennessee, and Los Angeles, how many of those games are winnable, you think? I'm just going to say
0: Chiefs fans don't panic against Green Bay next week. Even if Patrick Mahomes is there, I think that's a better football game than a lot of people would give, you know, even Green Bay credit for. Going, you know... Having Green Bay travel to your home place, especially now that Mahomes, you know, they do say it's a dislocated right kneecap. So, you know, at best, they're saying right now is four weeks. But, you know, Green Bay, that's a tough football team this year. Yep. They're playing really well. Defense is stacked this year. Defense is really good. They have somewhat of a running game and starting to figure it out. Their offensive line is actually blocking for Aaron Rodgers. Really, I think all they're missing is another number one, which – if Devonte Adams comes back and is healthy from his, you know, toe injury. I think this offense is one of the most explosive in the NFC. Oh yeah. So you know, I think Chiefs fans need to watch out there. But the Vikings game the next week, that's another tough matchup. It's a good defense, you know, adequate offense. I'm not going to say Kirk Cousins is amazing by any means, but you know, you can see once you kind of light a fire under him, he's been able to turn it around. So. And then
1: at the Titans and home versus Chargers, those are both easily winnable. Those Especially are very very winnable games, with you know. Ryan is, Tannehill possibly being a quarterback. Is, with is the it Marcus Mariota or is it Ryan
0: Tannehill when we get we there? We don't know.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, I we'll, we'll see. I uh, like you said, I wouldn't say this that the Chiefs' season is done by any means. I would say that they're still going to be a contender. I feel like Matt Moore. He's been around a long time. He's been with the Dolphins, 12, I believe, for twelve total 12.
0: seasons now. So, yeah, he's
1: he's definitely got. I mean, he doesn't really have to have too much with the offense that he had. Like you said, Kelsey, Hill, they got two two or three of the fastest wide receivers with Robinson, McCole, Hardman. They're just loaded on the offense. Plenty of weapons for them. So much speed there. Three running backs, really, that play. <laughs> Damian Williams, uh Sean McCoy. So, I mean, they're... They're, they're pretty stacked. You to Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy's turned last him night around. That's not even shifty. Yeah, he, he looks shifty again. Cut on dimes. 64 <laughs> yards last night. Yeah, I,
0: So, I mean, I he looks good. And, hey, let's not forget that Chargers game. We say it's on the road, but we saw how many Steelers fans made it out to L.A. For exactly. That, so.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that was pretty true. But uh, another little side note, it doesn't have to do with the NFL, but yesterday they announced Zion Williamson is actually going to be out for four to six weeks possibly and c- could be a couple months even up to. But... uh the fact that Patrick Mahomes is one of the most exciting players to watch in the NFL, Zion Williamson was supposed to be the rookie of the year, going to be talked about for a long time, how exciting it is to watch. But do you think that this injury is is going to be affecting the way his season goes? Or do you think that it's just kind of start off the year, whatever, and he's just going to be fine once it comes uh, back? You
0: know, this is an injury he's had even since he was back at Duke. You know, He, he suffered an injury shoe? when he blew out his shoe. Um, tough game, especially against. It was North Carolina, correct? And they
1: lost it, yeah. Yeah,
0: tough game, but you know he's had it since then, and yeah. you know I don't know if he was necessarily healthy whenever you know Duke tried to make their run, and you know
1: it kind of makes you wonder. I know is the f- is there something really there in the fir- in the in like the first week of the uh, summer league? I remember he left the game early with I think it was a uh, leg problem as well. I I said coming into this year, they're listing him at two hundred and eighty five pounds. I think that carrying that weight as a 19-year-old, I thought it was going to catch up to him down the road, but I didn't think it was going to be this early. Don't forget,
0: he's got to carry the weight of all of New Orleans now. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Anthony Davis is out of town. Yeah. They, he has Lonzo Ball by his side, but, you know, I, I'm i sorry. I'm not a believer that Lonzo Ball is at that level yet.
1: No. I I uh, I do, I think it's going to be – we'll see. I think NBA starts up in four or five days. We'll see who replaces them. They, they went out and got a – Jackson Hayes, he's going to be a center for the New Orleans. Jackson Hayes, is a good good player out of yeah. Texas. So, he's, who's in a bit, who's going to play the power four position? We'll we'll see coming up, but definitely a huge blow. A lot of a lot of fans are not happy about it, and you know, don't be surprised though if New
0: Orleans goes small to start the year. Oh, yeah. I could see that. You know, give it Josh a little Hart. bit of time. Absolutely, Josh Hart, great player.
1: Lonzo Ball. Uh, who there they holidays Drew Holiday. Drew holidays so whatever i mean they
0: they still have players there they're not you know six foot six and 285 pounds but uh, <laughs> i mean Frank they still happy. can't they yeah. can shoot the ball they can move it and they can get up and down the floor you yeah. know it's just gonna depend can they guard against western Conference teams so. yeah
1: we'll see but uh we're gonna head back to the football uh back from the from the hardwood back to the uh, turf and we're gonna go ahead and give you guys some starts and some sits this week on fantasy. I'm a big DraftKings player. I don't know if Kyle. I know Kyle's in a bunch of fantasy leagues. Oh, we're yeah. both in our own fantasy leagues. But we're going to give you guys a couple guys who we really like to, to play this week. And then some guys that we're going to be sitting on the bench because we don't think that they're going to be doing that well. I'll start and uh, we're, we'll just go down position by position and give me some starts and sits. Uh, start this week, I would go Kyler versus the Giants. Just because the Giants secondary is, I mean, they're they're non-existent. I know this team is an air raid offense. He, he's he been tearing it up this year. He has Christian Kirk, I think, is questionable still. We'll see if he plays. But with uh, Fitzgerald, still has David Johnson. If he plays, he's questionable too. But Chase Edmonds can come in. He still has a bunch of weapons. Andy Isabella has been getting a little more looks. I feel like, oh, Keyshawn Johnson as well. But uh, I feel like he has plenty of weapons. Who's, who's the guy you're looking forward so to? So I actually have
0: two quarterbacks, mm-hmm. um, both younger quarterbacks as well. Josh Allen. I believe Josh Allen's going to have a great week. I believe Miami is coming to Buffalo this week. I'm not sure. I believe so. Um, and I just think, Josh, I, you're playing Miami. Yeah. You know, at this point, Miami's defense, I, I don't know if I can name a starter right now for him. So no. <laughs> I, I, I can't as well. But. You know, you get to a point where it's you know you start looking at the other side of the football field and hey, Josh Allen can do whatever he wants. Are you nervous? That, are defense. you
1: nervous about it being a blowout and then having to then th- just running the ball with Frank Gore? You know that's the other issue. Or single though, is,
0: You know, if, what if they do go out there and they start to lay an egg and Josh Allen actually has to turn it up and yeah. make some plays. You know, so who knows? Especially division rival. You don't know what's going to happen. You Very know, true. Miami might come out and say, you know what? We circled this one on schedule. We need to get a win. So, but my other guy, Daniel Jones. Danny Daniel Dimes. Jones getting uh, Evan Ingram back this week. He sounds Saquon. like Saquon Barkley has been cleared to play this week. Huge weapon. So, you know, I think this, this kid surprised a lot of Giants fans. Surprised me going number six overall in the draft. Yeah. I thought it was way too high for him. I had thought the Giants could still get him later on, but they believed in it. And you know what? So far, I think the, the Giants city, nation yeah. is starting to believe in him. I would he's, say so, too. He's able to move the football very well. So, you know, I think this is a good matchup for him. And, Arizona's defense is just brutal to watch right yeah. now.
1: So. And they didn't they didn't even have Golden Tate for the first six weeks of the season. Right. And he, he comes back and he catches a touchdown last week versus the – who do they play last week? First
0: week he's back, six catches for over a hundred yards and yeah. a touchdown. I mean, it's phenomenal. That, that that was the weapon that it looked like Eli had been missing all this time. With
1: I mean, Saquon back, that offense is kind of sneaky good. I it think is. With, with Saquon, you listed Ingram, they got it's, Darius Slayton, who's kind of underrated. No one's it's really waiting until about Sterling Shepherd comes Sheppard, back. Exactly. Well. You know yeah.
0: they they have pieces. They're young. Yeah. I, I, and you know what? What's the... What's the best way to build a football team? With some youth? young, yep, <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah. I, if you have not heard, Kyle is a die-hard Cowboys fan, so it hurt. It hurts him to talk oh, about, yeah. the Giants being good. And I in don't have future. to worry
0: though; their defense is just bad. as bad. <laughs> they, did, they
1: went out. Who who did they trade? Jabril uh, Peppers. Yeah, they, oh, they, they got, got Peppers out trade of the So you know, it is what it is. So defense is definitely the downfall on the team, but yeah, the offense I'm looking forward to. Them. Okay, who's a. Who's the running back that you're looking forward to this week?
0: You know, another surprise, another young guy, Josh Jacobs against Green Bay. For some reason, I think this Green Bay and Oakland game is one of the biggest track games of the week. Um, I feel like Oakland has started to play a lot better football lately. Um, very, very sneaky, athletic. They have a very good offensive line again. And, you know, if you give Derek Carr some time, he can make plays, but also – if you make some running lanes, Josh Jacobs is a very good
1: back, as he did against my Bears. A couple weeks <laughs> ago. In, in London, he he tore up that that really good defense for 120 some yards on the ground. So, I can I can honestly see that as well. I might be playing him on DraftKings. He's really way down there in price, but a guy I'm looking forward to is Leonard Fournette versus the Bengals, just because. Mm. I mean, that Bengals defense, every week it seems like I just play against the running back, whoever plays against them. Like I
0: said earlier, you, you just start to look across the other side of the football field. Yeah. You know, who's who's going to stop him? Yeah. That's what you
1: have to look at. And he's a catching – he can catch. He gets tons of dumps from Minshew. He's going to run the ball probably 20 to 25 times. He's probably going to yeah. go for over 100 yards. There's one game earlier this year where he ran for over 200 yards on like only like 15 or 16 carries because he had two 80-yard runs, <laughs> which is kind of fluky. could be a huge fluke, but, I mean – he, he at the is same that time, offense. It,
0: it still shows that he has big playability. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people thought when Leonard Fournette came in the league, you know, we all saw the LSU versus Ole Miss stiff arm, and you know, thought that he was just a barrier. But the guy's got speed, and he's shifty, and if he can, can say healthy. Yeah, limits, yes,
1: his knee he has had knee problems, but I mean, this year I've been leaning on him quite a bit on on my uh, fantasy teams. But uh, so who's a wide receiver that you're looking at? I'm Does actually you? gonna give two to our favorite football game. Okay.
0: Michael Gallup against Philly's secondary. Okay. And Alshon Jeffrey against Dallas's. I don't think either of these secondaries can really hang with top teams in the NFC, and let alone in the entire league. I feel you like know, that
1: game I, is going to be a shootout with being the big rivalry. And- uh,
0: not only that, you know, both teams have very good defensive lines. So the issue is, can Carson Wentz stay up and can Dak Prescott stay up? Yeah. You know, I think this is one of those weeks Ezekiel Elliott might get a little bottled up. It's, it's going to be tough sled. It does sound like Cowboys are getting both their tackles back this week, which helps, but very, very good defensive line. Jim Schwartz has it going on in Philly right now. And, you know, for Alshon Jeffrey, Cowboys aren't stopping anything. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really a bend-but-don't-break defense, I feel like, at this point. You know, if you're only putting up three, they're happy with that. But, you know, Robbie Anderson had a 92-yard touchdown last week. You know, Jamison Crowder got catches like – you know, you're looking at names that the Jets were using against the Cowboys, and there weren't DBs anywhere around them. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those issues. I think that's more of a scheme issue of who you're playing and what you're going against than anything. And I feel
1: like the Cowboys are a run-first team with Zeke and Pollard in the backfield, but if you can't run, you're going to be forced to pass the ball. Oh, Because, yeah. like you said, Fletcher Cox, they got Brandon uh, – uh, Nick – uh. Graham. Well, Corey they Graham. Have, they have Barnett. Barnett. They have
0: uh, Bradham. Bradham. And then they That's have, uh, you know, their secondary is just abysmal. Yeah. You know, they they get uh, Jalen Mills back this week, which probably their best corner right now. Still not, like, uh, elite that, by any means. That is not an elite cornerback yeah. in this league, though. So, you know, it, it is what it is. I hate to say it about my own team, but, yeah. you know, our secondary, that, the biggest Achilles heel right now. Yeah. You've got to be able to stop people and get off the field and get the football back to your
1: offense. I would say Cooper Cup this week is in for – I know it's just kind of a question, who's going to be the guy like for the Rams? Because they do have really three solid wide receivers with Woods, Cooks, and Cooper Cup. Who's going to be the guy versus Atlanta defense who's just been awful against the past the last couple of weeks? I feel like Cooper Cup's the guy. I feel like he's going to get 10-plus targets from Goff. I feel like Goff's due for another big game. He, I know he threw for 500-some yards versus the Buccaneers earlier this year. This game's in the Dome, so I feel like that's going to benefit him as well. And I think Matt Ryan is going to keep this game relatively close because all they do is pass the ball too. So I feel like this game has You'll. – I'll talk about this game later because it's, it's in my bets way down the road here a little bit. But uh, I, I like Cooper Cup a lot this week just because the safety net factor, that like he is safety net for Jared Goff. I like that a lot. Atlanta's
0: defense – same way they lost Neal. Yeah. yeah, once Neal went down, I think that was the whole deciding factor. Yeah. for That you know, and I, I'm not even saying you know he's the captain; he's the one out there pointing people in the right place. Like a lot of these you know announcers and everything else that you hear, but I feel like he's one of those playmakers that you know on a third and short or third and long, he's going to be the guy to come up and make a play. They don't
1: have that right now. I mean, look what look what uh, just a couple weeks ago Will Fuller did against them. Yeah. I mean, he caught. Two, I mean, over, yeah. He had 10 or 12 catches, I
0: think. That 12 day catches on like 14 targets, three <laughs> touchdowns, and like
1: over like almost 200 yards. So, Just incredible. So, yeah, I, like I said, I don't know exactly who's going to be the guy that pops. They do have three receivers that are really big. But uh, tight end, uh, I really like Evan Ingram versus Arizona. Arizona, it's the exact same factor. Arizona is awful against tight ends this year. If you look at Mark Andrews, tore, tore him up. Austin Hooper last week tore him up. They're really mm-hmm. the only. Will Disley even scored on him. Will Disley. But if, we're talking, if we're talking tight ends, you don't think of Will Disley as a good tight end. But uh, a tight, a, the only tight end really that has not done well this year against Arizona was Tyler Eifert, who really hasn't been getting any targets from uh, from Annie Dalton anyways. <coughs> so uh, give me Evan Ingram. I think with Saquon coming back, it's almost going to make them better just because they're going to have to – the running uh, the linebackers are going to have to go up and guard Saquon, which is just going to leave the middle of the field wide open for Evan Ingram. But uh, – who do you think, uh, tight end-wise, that you're going to be looking at?
0: I'm not just saying it because he came back last week after an injury and scored two touchdowns, but Hunter Henry.
1: I love him, too.
0: The guy's a phenomenal tight end.
1: Um, Huge target in the red zone.
0: Big-time target, great hands, can block as well. And that's what makes him tough as a matchup. You know, you go into the play-action game, and he's wide open. And he's always open. You know, Now that Melvin Ingram's back, and that's the biggest issue. That's, that's my issue with the Chargers right now. Get Melvin, Inger, or Melvin Gordon going, sorry. And, you know, as soon as you get Melvin Gordon going, this offense can open up. You have Keenan Allen. You have Hunter Henry. You Echler. have Mike Williams. You have Eckler. You have so many weapons.
1: There's no excuse for them not to score this. But week. it's the
0: fact that they can't run the football right now. They're, yeah. All these teams want to sit back and, you know, try it. You know, try and run the football on us.
1: I mean, last week they only scored 17 versus Pittsburgh. With, like, what you listed, they... They they do have all the weapons in the world, but I I don't I do like Hunter Henry a lot. i have been mean, playing play on on DraftKings like almost. I will in say, my life
0: This is. this is the year Chargers need to go and find a Philip Rivers replacement. Yeah, his time is coming to the end. You he's, know I I like Philip Rivers. I think he's been a great quarterback in the league. One of the more under the radar quarterbacks his entire career, you know. Obviously, he's talked about a lot, but you just—it's it, not one of those guys. It's a big name, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Patrick do you, Mahomes.
1: Do you remember on draft day he was actually the one he, he got drafted by the Giants and got yes. traded for Eli Manning straight up? Yes, I remember that. Great. So, I, I Eli was drafted
0: one, and then he got drafted by the Charters and traded because Eli said he didn't want to go there. So, but you know, I. I think this is the time where we're starting to see that, you know, Phillip Rivers great phenomenal arm still, but is he the direction you want this football team? In? They have so many young players. Yeah. You know, if you are gonna pay Melvin Gordon to be your running back, now might be the time to find somebody to start handing the football off long term. I mean Phillip Rivers has to be what, thirty seven at this point? He's got you up there. You know, so we're starting to look at guy obviously Tom's gonna be around forever, it yeah. seems like Drew Brees can break a thumb and he'll be back in, you know, just a short a amount weeks, of time. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know, Philip Rivers, this this might be the time that and we didn't even get to talk about the fact that Joe Flacco. Yeah. This has to be the time that Joe Flacco gets out of town. Drew Locke, please come back and give Broncos Nation something to be excited about.
1: I was I was gonna say, like last night I was just thinking Cortland Sutton has to feel awful because he has all the talent in the world, but he has Joe Flacco throwing the ball. He's got Emmanuel Sanders on the outside, too. That's what we're talking Fan, about. Noah I know Noah yeah. Fans had some drops this year, but Lindsey, I mean, that, that they have a lot of weapons, too. A lot of young weapons. They have, they have weapons. It's just they're not being, you know,
0: not only that, I'm sorry to say this, and I hate to single out one person on an NFL team, but Garrett Bowles should not be the left tackle of the Denver Broncos. I, I remember
1: the <laughs> first of the Bears, he, he had three or four holds. That, that game, had number, <laughs> number 72 for both teams had, like, four holdings, and, uh, I remember because Charles Leno had, like, two or three. And I remember just, like, four plays in a row. They're like, please hey. don't say it's on Bulls. Uh, it's on Bulls. Yeah, that's I think whole. they've
0: said in the last, like, three years, he's got, like, 19 holding penalties and, like, almost 30 total penalties. How is he,
1: having, how is he play, playing? I, mean, in I don't know. If I'm John Elway, Send him, you know, to, send him, send him to Canada. <laughs> like, send him to Canada or the XFL or something. You know, like
0: I said, I hate to, hate to, you know, be the bearer of bad news. But, man, it might be time Sorry. to find a,
1: find a different career choice here. Well, uh. We're going to go ahead – We'll have you want to talk about defenses too? Who's yeah, let's favorite, go over defense favorite, and kickers. Really? Who's your favorite defense?
0: Defense, week? I got to say, and you're not going to like this, I really like the Saints and the Jaguars this week as my two defenses. Okay. Saints because going on the road, but I think they have a tough front line. And the fact Marshawn Lattimore is lined up against Allen Robinson. Makes That's what I'm say. He's going to say, he's
1: gonna shut him down. I I do like Allen Robinson just because of the fact that he's going to get his targets. But Matt Lattimore has been – I mean, look what he did a couple weeks ago. He shut down Mike Evans. Chris Godwin was the guy that stepped up and and uh, got all those targets. But uh, I'm going against the opposite. Actually, I'm going to pick the Bears defense just for the fact that uh, Alvin Eng, or Alvin Kamara and Joe uh, I can't talk right now. Jared <laughs> Cook are both been listed as out for this game, and I feel like the Bears defense, coming off a of bye, they're all they're getting healed up. Uh, they are not going to be without Hicks. I think he's out for a while still, but they got. Nick Williams will replace him. Roy Robertson, Harris is there still. Leonard Floyd, all the talent in the world. I feel like they're going to get to Teddy Bridgewater. We're going to mark it down. Gonna, I'm going to give him five sacks for the Bears this week at least. Five at sacks least. this week. At least. Wow. We'll see. I mean, Khalil Mack. Like I said, they, they're coming back from London. They're, is they're hungry. Is this get back this week? He is. He's been, is he's, back. Been, he's been practicing all week in full. Uh, full contact so I'm, I'm everybody take the saints defense and
0: Mitch Trubisky is back i'm sorry the accuracy issue still man i know, you know uh it's starting to get to the point where you got to figure it out
1: well they, they've been doing a lot of short passes short schemes they haven't really let them set them loose yeah. every time they do he he has games like he has certain throws where a couple weeks ago i remember versus uh i believe it was versus the vikings maybe Someone I can't remember what game it was, but they he got out of the pocket, just chucked it up to Gabriel in the end zone. Initially they called it an incomplete pass, and then they went back and reviewed it, and he Beautiful really pass. got yeah, just a crossbody. body. They look like Aaron Rodgers a lot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I understand it, I can definitely see why you would choose the Saints, just because he hasn't proven anything. I feel like that game is just going to be a low scoring game in general.
0: That Saints secondary is good. Yeah, you know, he got three Ohio State alums back there and you know anything can happen
1: but Cameron Jordan up front too yeah Cameron
0: Jordan up front
1: uh can, uh
0: they have uh, Davenport yeah. as well yeah. I'm not sure if he's gonna play this week though I'm pretty sure he's been banged up for gotcha. a few weeks so uh but you know the Saints defense just stout you know they, they love to be able to stuff the run and make you throw it on them when you gotta throw it on them here yeah. comes a pass rush so there you go
1: but uh Kicker, I didn't really get, really research this, so I'm just going to pick my kicker or my team because I'm rooting for him, so I'm going to go Matt Prater versus, uh, I believe, who are the Lions playing? The Lions are playing the, the Vikings. Yep. So I'm just going to play Matt Prater. A couple weeks ago, he had five field goals. He five for five, I think, last week versus the Packers on Monday Night Football. So,
0: Greg DeLay. Greg Zerline, baby. Okay. It, it's time to make a you know, disappointing uh, missed field goal opportunity against the Seahawks. I think this is a game where you know, we talked about how bad Atlanta's defense is. They get a few stops. I think Greg Willey really has a chance to make you know three or four field goals. Well, so. funny,
1: funny fact: My buddy Connor on Mondays and Tuesdays who joined me, he had the Rams and the uh, Patriots. He had Super Bowl squares, and he needed he needed Greg Zerline to make that last second field goal for him to win <laughs> like eight hundred bucks, and he missed it. It was like a forty five yarder, and then the first kick of the year this year. I think Connor said it was the same distance, and he sank it just w- right down oh, up, right? But, uh, the f- uprights. But the sorry Connor for that. When you to- <laughs> do listen to this, but uh, yeah, it, that is pretty funny that you mentioned the Great line because I had to said that. But uh, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and skip to actually we're gonna go ahead. Give me a uh, week seven. We're almost through- halfway through the season. Who who's your MVP? Who's your rookie of the years on uh, offense and defense right here?
0: I'm gonna say my MVP this year, obviously popular choice. 14 touchdowns, no picks. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Team's five and one. Uh, only loss goes against uh, New Orleans this year. Tough game though. You know, in the rain at home. Uh, I just think the Saints came more ready to play than all the Seahawks that day. But he's been phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say him you know, like same thing. Just because like like you said, they're five and one. No one expected this team to be five and one. He's by far the leader on this team. He's getting, like you said, no interceptions, four tu- uh, 14 touchdowns. He doesn't really have many weapons to even throw the, the ball to. The crazy too.
0: part to think about is they let Jimmy Graham go a while back. He's getting better. Doug Baldwin leads this offseason. He's getting better. And now he's got Tyler Lockett, who looks like an all-pro wide receiver out there running routes and getting open at you know, anytime he wants. So... It just goes to show that, you know, Russell Wilson is a fantastic quarterback in this league. Yeah. You yeah. know, their line's nothing that amazing, I don't think, watching them. But, you know, the fact that he's shifty and can make something happen with his feet helps.
1: What are your thoughts on, on McCaffrey? You think he's a close second? I think... It's A, a and B, basically. You know, I the, feel like the fact two... now
0: that Patrick Mahomes went down, um, I, I, would, awesome. I would have said 1A is Russell Wilson, 1B is Patrick Mahomes. I think now it goes one
1: is Russell Wilson. too has to be
0: Christian McCaffrey.
1: He's been, he's been on fire this you year. You know, you
0: think when Cam Newton goes down, obviously I'm not a huge Cam Newton believer. Still not. I'm not really sure what the Carolina Panthers should do right now. You know, Kylan Allen's playing phenomenal football. But at the same time, you know, Christian McCaffrey hasn't lost a beat without him in the lineup. You know, it just goes to show that this kid is bringing his hard hat to work every single Sunday or Monday, depending yeah, on the Or week, Thursday. Or Thursday. <laughs> And he's showing up, you know. Fancy owners that had a first or second overall pick have to be loving this right now because the fact, you know, he hasn't had a drop off in points. Not only that, you know, Kid torches everyone he goes against at this
1: point. That cut movie he had again in in uh, London last week, that cut um, move on that screen pass, that was just unreal. So standing there, just looking made it a look like the ground was wet when it really wasn't that wet. <laughs> he was, there were guys that were just falling down. It was hilarious. But just yeah, like, incredible. Like you said, though, uh, I do think Cam Newton now that he's now that he is banged up though, like he uh, he really relied on his legs for most of his career. His arm's have been decent. He had a cannon for an arm, just never really had the accuracy. And now that he can't really use his legs, I feel like Cam Newton is kind of. I feel like Kyle Allen. You just mentioned Kyle Allen. I'm just gonna say I think he's the kind of the future quarterback for them. I don't yeah. think Cam Newton comes back. I mean, here's the thing:
0: team that needs a quarterback, look at Cam Newton. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, the Andy Dalton show should be over. <laughs> should <ASAP>. never started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miami, what are you doing right now? Um, sorry, Josh Rosen, you're gonna be on job number three next year. But you know, it's one of those things. You start to look around the league. Kyle Allen's playing good football right now. You know? Yeah, he might be a game manager and he has single handedly the best running back in football behind
1: him, but doesn't really have I mean Curtis Samuel, uh he's got a, two receivers
0: that are what, five DM ten Warren, yeah. and six foot, you yeah. know. So it's not like he's thrown up to guys that are back massive. When, last and, week
1: they had Devin Funches, who was like six six foot four, yeah, six five. So. You know,
0: so and uh he just has to start finding my guy, Greg Olson, eventually. I, don't, I have I him <laughs> on
1: fantasy as well, but, uh, yeah, that is true. Who's your rookie of the year on offense and defense this year so far? You no, know, rookie
0: of the year is a very interesting one. Obviously, we're way too early into the year. Like I said, Drew Locke might be starting next week. You know, who knows? Say
1: prayer.
0: <laughs> Please. You know, just for Bronco Nation. But, you know, I have to go with two guys right now I think are up there, at least leading the pack. And they're not named Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. Not a believer. Uh, he has one win this year. Daniel Jones has played three football games and has won two of them. Yeah. Um, Giants were awful to start the year. Um, Eli Manning looked like he was continuing to be the dead horse with the Giants. He's given him life, definitely. Gave him life and lost Saquon Barkley in the process yeah. and still went on to win a football game without him. You know. Yeah. And I think uh, my other guy would be Terry McLaurin. The guy's a guy's fantastic receiver for the Redskins. You know? It seems like every
1: game he gets, I think every game he has played healthy, he's got a touchdown. Yeah,
0: or at least five catches. Yeah, Case so, Keenum's by far Case Keenum's
1: favorite target. Yeah,
0: I mean, well. Depends what quarterback's going to start this week. Because, yeah. you know, obviously that team can't figure anything out right three, now. Either. They've used three different quarterbacks <laughs> in three different ways. McCoy,
1: for one, this was kind of experiment, see what he can do anymore. <laughs> not anymore. And then Haskins came in the second half, looked lost in that game whenever his, he came in.
0: Yeah, you know, I eventually you're a one in five football team. You just fired your head coach. Uh, I totally against the fact of just throwing a quarterback in to say, hey, you know, let's see what you can do. Obviously it worked out for the Giants and it's worked out for other teams. You know, I don't think Arizona is any worse. The fact that they have Kyler Murray as quarterback. Yeah. I think,
1: I honestly think Kate Kim's I, I think he's shown me enough to where he, he should be the starting quarterback on this team by far this year. I mean, oh, yeah. he's had a couple of bad games and people have been breathing, like just breathing down his neck and saying how bad he's been. But I mean, uh, who does he, he have to throw to? Not only that,
0: if his left tackle would ever show up in yeah. football this year. <laughs> yeah. you know, So it's one of those things. Do you want to throw Dwayne Haskins out there with a guy that's not your typical left tackle? No. Not only that, they signed Eric Flowers and just turned this kid's career around since being a first-round pick for the Giants. You know, he gets cut in the offseason, and Redskins go out and get him. Bill Callahan, who used to be the offensive line coach in Dallas, He's been working with the kid. The kid looks phenomenal this year. So, you know, I think when you get a completely healthy offensive line, that is the time that you send Dwayne Haskins out there to see what he can do.
1: And they have that connection with Terry McLaurin because they both played Ohio State. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tons Absolutely. Of tons. Paul Richardson's not really a like a typical number two wide receiver. I don't even know who else. They, they're tight ends. I think Jordan Reed can't ever stay healthy. Vernon Davis is can't remember how old he is, but, uh, I mean, Adrian Peterson, I kind of feel bad for him. He's had such a great career, and he's just kind of getting thrown into this. This yeah, uh, Adrian
0: Peterson's career is starting to look like Brett Favre on the Jets. You yeah. know, you're trying Close. to hang on to it as long as you want to. I mean, last
1: right? week, I think he, he ran for a decent amount. I think yeah. he's still got the legs, but, I mean. It's the team. Yeah. And it's
0: a fact, you know what, yeah, I get that you're an older running back, and you want to keep playing in the league, but. You know, yeah, honestly, you got to start looking at NBA players and maybe you should just be a ring chaser and help a yeah. team however you can because you're – I mean, what he's doing for the Redskins just isn't enough. Yeah. You know, with Darius Geis out, yeah, that hurts a lot for the Redskins, but guess I, what?
1: He's kind of like a lost name because he hasn't played at all in the last first two years of the season, he hasn't. Yeah,
0: I mean, he's been banged up, knee issues, but
1: – My pick is going to be Kyle Murray, just the fact that he's thrown for 1,600 yards. He has only seven touchdowns and four picks this year, but, I mean – like I it's kind of the same scenario. He, he doesn't have too many weapons. This is an air raid offense. He has Fitzgerald out there. Christian Kirk has been kind of banged up. They have Keyshawn Johnson. He doesn't really have a tight end. I think Charles Clay's are tight end. Uh, which, that is just terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. If
0: you're going to go out and draft a rookie quarterback,
1: have give weapons. Him weapons.
0: Please, yeah. You know, obviously, yes, you have a first ballot Hall of Famer in Larry Fitzgerald without a doubt. The guy has.
1: Most, most, like, yeah, right behind fewest, Jerry Rice, fewest drops he almost, ever. He almost has more, less, like fewer drops than I.
0: And that's awesome. But then you're going to give him Christian Kirk, Keyshawn, and who'd you say, Charles Clay or something? And, yeah, David and, and <laughs> and
1: Johnson, who can line up as wide receiver. But yeah, and then Ad, and they drafted I, Andy Isabella, who hasn't really gotten any playing time.
0: And the thing is, I. I'm, I'm waiting for David Johnson to be David Johnson of old, you know, and, and then I think that's when Kyler Murray just takes another step forward, the fact of you have a run and passing offense. Yeah. And, you know, I get that they're in an air raid system with a new coach, but, you know, rookie quarterback, sometimes it's better to depend on a running back. Yeah. Just ask Dak Prescott, you know, he's about to get paid because of the fact his running back his first three years was able to help carry him, yeah. you know, and now you're starting to see the fact that they have more weapons. They can throw the ball farther down the field. And that's why I just think that, you know, in a year or so, I think Kyler Murray's going to be a fantastic player. He just needs more weapons.
1: And, and I would say uh, that Chris also got that former analyst out the, out the end. <laughs> In the red zone, he always <laughs> seems to go Jason Witten's way. It's just, he, you, want, you don't want to play uh, Jason Witten on your fantasy team, but in the red zone, he gets like his one or two catches in the red zone. And he'll get a touchdown like almost every game. But only end up with like two catches.
0: I think it through the first two weeks of the year, he's on track for 16 touchdowns this year, at the yeah. touchdown each game, you know, and almost had one in week three and got called back because of a penalty. So, you yeah. know, it just goes to show, you know. I, Am I saying Jason Witten's going to go out and get 10 catches on? No. But just am I saying there's a chance he catches a touchdown? Absolutely. Just waiting
1: for Romo to come back down. <laughs> Coming back from the analyst or, or Doug Flutie Dak or something. That
0: ever goes down. I think the first person Jerry Jones calls is to Tony Romo back. There we go. <laughs> That's
1: true. But uh, who's your defensive rookie of the year so far this year? You know, There hasn't on, been many.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's tough. I put Bosa up there, but I'm at the same say. time, you know, that defensive line is stacked. Yeah, A defensive line Buckner. is so good. Um, you know, I I think that just makes it hard. Yeah. I think all the way across the board, I haven't seen one guy that has just jumped out to. You. I was
1: the, my guy. I was gonna say was Josh Allen of the of the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. He has four sacks, eleven total tackles for them. I mean, like I like you said, there hasn't been really many defensive names out there. So I just kind of chose the one that had the most sacks and most tackles. <laughs> but, and really, I mean he. He, uh, he's on a good defense with Miles Jack there and uh, linebacker and everything. But I think Josh Allen, I would say just the reason being is just because I feel like he has the most like – I said, most sacks and most tackles. But but uh, Bosa was the second guy that I looked at. I think he has one sack and like nine total just tackles. Wait. Just yeah, waiting. I'm waiting. You I'm, know,
0: I, I think the same thing kind of happened to Joey when he came in the league. Kind of had a slow start. Um, also missed a few games because he didn't sign a contract yet. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think it – you got to get used to that speed first. And now that he's going to be more used to it and he does realize the guy's around him and he's not getting double teamed yet, I feel like his production is going to start coming around.
1: No doubt. But uh, we're going to go ahead and transition to MLB. The, the game's going on right now. I'm not sure what the score is. But uh, first pitch has already happened. Last time we checked that, Houston Nationals were up one nothing. Most likely they're going to, uh, I would say, they're going to most likely close it out tonight with Verlander pitching. Oh, sorry, but, uh,
0: Ken, it is now 4-1. to Yankees, Yankees. Wow.
1: Well, uh, that shut my mouth, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but if like we did mention, Connor and I mentioned on Tuesday, if the Astros do win tonight, they're obviously going to be the World Series against the Nationals. Uh, we briefly talked about it on Tuesday, but what, don't you think that the matchup, the Houston Astros and the Nationals, don't you think that would be the best matchup for baseball fans, just for the fact that best three pitchers against each other would just be fun to watch?
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you look at the Houston Astros the way they're built, top to bottom, they're good. Yeah. You know, same with the Nationals though. You know, sleeper team comes in, wins loses a wild Bryce card Harper. game, loses Bryce Harper, their MVP or so we thought. Three hundred million dollar time. man. Yeah. Um, you know, Anibal San- Sanchez throws a no-no through six innings against the Cardinals. Um, and a se- almost,
1: seven, uh, it almost was through seven. Almost like seven, seven and yeah. seven or six and two thirds. Yeah. yeah. So and you then know, the next night, Scherzer comes in and almost does the same thing. Six, yeah. Six, six so nights. you know you
0: start to look at the first four for the Nationals and you start to think maybe could they slow down this high potent offense of the Astros? They could, but you know I think I really think that you know between the Astros and Yankees, I don't I don't see the Yankees coming back in no. this. Obviously, you know 2004, it they were the happen. team that saw the three one comeback happen to them and. Uh, you know, anything could happen. They're going to go baseball.
1: back to Houston after night, though, and I just feel like Houston's going to close Yeah, you know, out. I,
0: I think tonight's one of those games that you have to go out there, you have to play hard. It's your last game at home. Yeah. But I think as soon as you go back to Houston, those fans are going to be ready.
1: Because at last resort, game. they'll still probably get Verlander back for Game 7. If, if it gets if it does get to Game 7, which I don't see it happening. But, but um. Yeah, I, I if that does happen in the World Series to be an Astros and Nationals, do you think the Nationals pull it out, or you think? I mean, this is the matchup everyone expected,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> not even. Yeah. <laughs> Washington Nationals uh, You know, I'm just not sure. Yeah, the fact that they won it in four, and now they're
1: sitting. That's at what home. I was gonna say. Do you do you think? Would you rather them win in Game Seven and be still hot, or would you rather them? If you're no, I, if you're a national fan, would you rather be them sitting at home right now, or would you rather them be playing possibly a game six or game seven? You know,
0: just the way that their pitching was going, I'd rather still be playing. Yeah. Just for the fact of they were so hot, and now you you know have what four, five, six days off possibly. Yeah. And you got to come back out here and not pitch in a NLDS or NLCS. You're pitching the World Series. Yeah. You know, You're you're technically Dream. the team's first one too. So. You know, it's one of those scenarios that it's like, you know.
1: I do, see, I do think that the added rest will benefit the bullpen, just because I think Sean Doolittle was used in three or four straight uh, games, and yeah. that because he was lights out, though. he pitched. I think in game three and four, I think he pitched two innings, both games, and I feel like that that'll definitely benefit them by sitting at home you know, right now. The way that up, Sanchez
0: pitched, I wouldn't be surprised to see Corwin go back to the pen for a game or two as yeah. well. Um, he, I think. He, you know, I think uh, Martinez there is just going to have to make some things work out for that club. So. He, uh, he,
1: they were talking about how the adrenaline was running for him. Like, versus the Cardinals in that game four, he was throwing his like fastest stuff he's throwing all year because he was just pumping out strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. And then I caught up to him late in that inning where the Cardinals scored, I think, three or four in the fifth inning. And uh, he lost, probably I think they said three or four miles per hour on his fastball. But uh, Corbin is no slouch either. And I think that. I honestly think that them being like kind of like a team of destiny, I think that the Nationals actually do pull it out this year, which is kind of hard uh, to believe. Getting, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet a go get, against you here though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like I said, like it depends on who they face. I'm most likely going to be the uh the Houston Astros, but I feel like I feel like I'll be taking more unders than anything just because <laughs> this, these pitching matchups. I don't really I'm not going to be betting. If I do bet on any of the games, it's going to be some unders just cuz you know, I, mean, I
0: I am very interested to see when the Nationals get a DH, you yeah. know, and how that works out for them, especially and yeah, who
1: they use because yeah. Howie and Kendrick, especially trying
0: to see Zach Greinke and those guys trying to swing them back when they have to play in Washington. Well,
1: was that Greinke? Yeah. Can he can he can he swing? He, he's he's been, got a little pop. He was with I guess the Nationals say, there for a while. But, you know, Justin Verlander or, or with the he's been an AL from yeah ever yeah
0: you know so it's one of those that. Could be a factor for this Astros offense when the time. I don't
1: know about come, Garrett Cole so. either. Garrett Cole might be able to swing. I'm not sure. I'm Garrett not sure. Cole
0: swung a little bit in Pittsburgh, but yeah. you know, not one of those guys that you're out there, you know, an Adam Wainwright where he has a bat on his shoulder and you don't know if he's going to hit one out. Or I I am curious. Out.
1: I'm curious to see when MLB, if the MLB does adapt the whole designated hitter in both leagues, or if they get rid of the designated hitter in general. I don't, I yeah. don't know what's going to happen, but
0: I, it, interesting either way. I feel like yeah, you know if. They start to make the AL do it, then that would be, you know, even playing field. You know, if you look vice at vice I mean, versa,
1: if you think about it, like it's it's just a huge benefit for for AL teams. Like I know there's some players in the NL, NL that can rake that are pitchers, but the fact that you can have a player come off the bench and the Cubs are not the Cubs in the NL, you're you're forced to have a pitcher bat possibly th- two or three times, but in the AL, you're you're getting a position player, and I just I don't know. I, it's not a huge deal, I guess, until they play each other, but it's just like the fact that AL, you, you look at the numbers and they're getting more home runs, more RBIs and everything yeah. just because the fact that they have an extra player on the bench. But
0: That's all right, but you know what? I still think it comes down to the fact the Astros, their pitching is just phenomenal. Yeah. When you're And Bullpen, which yeah. the
1: Nationals would struggle.
0: You know, you, you throw out Garrett Cole or, you know, Zach Greinke, Justin Verlander, and they go six or seven innings and give it to that bullpen. Yeah, I I just don't see any way that you can really you know contest against yeah. that, especially when you have Alex Bregman, Correa, Springer.
1: Well, you know you have all of these players that can hit. The Yankees have been the Yankees are a good case. They're they've been kind of built around hitting over pitching, and you're seeing what they're doing. to these guys they are still oh. shredding them up, and I know the Yankees have been hurt almost all year. They haven't had a full team. At all this year, I don't think, because every at one point or another, each team or each player was hurt. I mean,
0: Didier Gregorius missed what the first three months of the season? going to say, mm-hmm. on
1: Tuesday, I, I mentioned Jacoby Ellsbury didn't even play this year, he's still on the team. Uh, Judge was out for half the year, Stanton was out for half the year. Gley Torres is just hit for three 30, 37, <laughs> 38 homers, which is unreal because Cubs got rid of him. But but uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode with let me uh, ask you a quick
0: question before go we go, for ahead, though Cubs manager. Who do you think they're going to hire for next they, year? They said
1: it's down between the. Uh, I'm not sure the Astros bench coach, I believe, or Esponza, I think. Yeah, Joe Esponza. between him and John, and uh, and Ross, David Ross. So I'm...
0: Joe Girardi going back to New York for the Mets.
1: We'll see. I I don't think David Ross is the right choice. I feel like he's too buddy buddy with the players. I feel like that's not really good for as a manager. But I'm surprised they can even interview the Astros got uh, manager bench coach. The fact that they're still in the. They're still playing right now. I'm surprised yeah. they are able to even let them do that. You know,
0: obviously Ryan and I are both huge Cub fans. That's why I bring this up. But, you know, I, I, I agree with you the fact that David Ross is one of those guys. I'm not looking for somebody to be friends with the guys on the team. You know, this is a very athletic ball club. I think they're a bullpen away from being very good again.
1: Well, um, they're, they're, another thing is their starting rotation is getting up there in age. So yeah, like, uh, exactly. Lester's Lester is up there. I mean, Cole Hans is 36 years old. Yeah. You know, we're Darvish
0: and him to throw almost two hundred innings a year. I feel so. like
1: I think Hendricks is by far the youngest pitcher, and I think he's twenty seven or twenty eight. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they have a couple. We'll see. I feel like they're going to have to make a couple of big splashes. I Joe Madden, it was time for him to go. I would definitely say though. This I'm happy great. for him. I'm yeah. glad he got
0: a new gig already. And, yeah. You know, I hope he does well with Mike Trout out there, and hopefully. Finally, takes Mike Trout to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, in the winter time, he, he'll be in seventy degree weather. Yes, <laughs> so Enjoying he will not, not have to be. <laughs> and he's from California, which is good for him. So he's going to be going back home. And he's got
0: ties, you know. He's around the Angels, you know, early 2000s. So it's it's good to see him back. You oh, know, yeah. I I hope he can do well for that club. Obviously, I don't want to see him lead them straight to a World Series. Like well, I don't see it happening. But me neither. They have a lot of issues that they got to deal with right now. They need a pitching staff bad, but I do like my, I do
1: like my Trout a lot though. Which you so like you did mention him. I like my Trout a yeah. lot, so I hope to see him win and Joe win. But if it came down to Cubs, Cubs and Angels World Series, obviously I'm not going to root for them. But <laughs> but uh, so I'm going to wrap up this episode with some lines from this week. I'm I'm a huge betting man. I don't know if Kyle's a betting man. I like to bet a lot, which is not as good as what I should be admitting. But um, so I'm gonna go That's ahead. All right. and, yeah. It's all right. As long as, as long as you're having fun, right? <laughs> Vegas is having fun. But uh, who's some? Who are? What are some lines that you're looking at to to take this week? And then I guess we'll just kind of toss back and forth on ones to run away from or don't take. I guess
0: I'll give you two that I like a lot right now. Um, Jacksonville minus four and a half. I just don't see any way Cincinnati really hangs with them. Um, obviously, Jalen Ramsey hasn't been around anyways and gets yeah. traded away. So, how Is much they of a beat do they really miss? And does that defense actually get better? Yeah. You know, are they going to be more, you know, united now with the fact that they don't have him messing around in the locker room? And Andy Dalton's a quarterback in Cincinnati. I, just, I, yeah. I don't have any faith in that. Joe Mixon hasn't shown anybody that, you know, he's been able to Just a bad people, team so overall. Yeah. It's just hard to watch. It, it's just the Bengals. And then another one I saw Indy minus one right now. I'm taking Houston. I'm sorry, I, this football team's figuring it out. Yeah. They're scoring points. Um, I think the Colts are fantastic. It's going to be hard to you know go against that Colts O line because that is the best O line in football if you ask me. It's, it's kind of interesting.
1: I just realized that the uh, in that game, both teams have beaten some, uh, the Chiefs in back to back weeks before yes. this. I know now the Colts have a had a bye last week, so they got to the go and rest and everything, but. That would be interesting. I was going to say that as well. But we both kind of in disagreement, I guess, for the Bears. I have the Bears minus three to take that. I think Kyle's going more towards the Saints plus three.
0: I think this is a trap game for the Bears at home, you know. This is coming from a Cowboys fan myself. Don't underestimate what Teddy Bridgewater can do back there. There's a reason that he's getting paid, you know, $7 million this year to be a backup quarterback, and it's starting to show. He's winning football games, and he's doing it, you know. With Alvin Kamara, and obviously he's not going to be playing this week. Alan or, or Cook. That's the reason.
1: That's my deciding factor. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game with Cook being, uh, Derek Cook being out and Kamara being out. I feel like the Bears, if Trubisky does come back, I feel like he, they're going to try to get him comfortable again. Get a lot of short plays. Like I said, though, I have, it, it's almost more safe to do the under. Just feel like I feel the Saints last week. I think scored 16 points. They shut out. Who do they shut out? Uh, I
0: can't remember off the top of my head, but me either,
1: But they 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 won. I think sixteen 0 nothing against the team last week. Oh, it was yes. the Jaguars. Was it the Jaguars?
0: Ah, uh, they won thirteen to six. Okay, thirteen to six. It was a low scoring game though. Yeah. But, but. but uh, you know, I, I I'm going back to that Bears Saints. I'm sorry, you know that secondary. I just think is just gonna be too much. Um, once Mitch Trubisky can show me that his accuracy is there. And the Bears start taking some more deep shots and being more vertical and up the field. And obviously, I don't think that's really their identity or who they want to be right now. But I think their identity right now of making him a pocket passer and trying to hit deep, middle-cut routes and everything, he's just not hitting those passes yet. If he does that this week, I think the Bears go out and smoke the Saints. But if that doesn't happen, then... I'm sorry. I think no, the I Saints are walking out of silver field. So, uh,
1: I did mention before we got on that I like the Falcons over 54-and-a-half, and I think you love it as well. Just for the fact we mentioned earlier, that's I feel like that game is just going to be a shootout. Tons of, tons of throwing. I don't think Gurley, I don't think he gets 15 rushes in the game. I feel like they're going to be throwing the ball, throwing the ball, throwing the ball. And I feel like Matt Ryan is going to have to answer back. And I feel like with how bad their defense is, I feel like that, that has potential to be like a 30 to 30-some 30 game. This is
0: where I'll say another tight end. My guy, Austin Hooper. Hooper. The guy has been fantastic this year. Um, honestly, I think, you know, this this Falcons team has to figure it out. I'm sorry, I think Dan Quinn's out of Atlanta after this year. Oh, yeah. Even after taking him Might them not even make it through the year. Yeah. I don't know if he'll even make it to week 10 at this no. point. But – You know, I I agree with you. What is it, 54? 54 and a half. Also,
1: the Rams are slight favorites going into Atlanta. They're minus three. I don't know if I have much interest in that. Like I said, I just, in the dome, I feel like it's just going to be an air raid offense for both teams. So I feel like, like I said, over 30 to 30 game definitely is possible. But uh, what about the, uh, I like the 49ers at Washington, minus 10. I mean the Niners haven't shown me any reason why I shouldn't bet against them and the, the and the Redskins have <laughs> not shown me reasons not to bet against them. Because, I mean the the Cardinals or the uh, not the Cardinals. 49ers last week beat the Rams 20 to 7. That would have covered. They beat the Ra- uh, Browns 31 to 3. That would have covered. They barely beat the Steelers, whoop the Bengals, beat the Buccaneers opening week. I feel like the 49ers I mean they they have all of the pieces. I know Garoppolo really doesn't have to throw the ball much because they have three running backs with Breida, that Mosher, I believe his name Moser, is, yeah. and Tevin uh, Coleman. So I feel like he doesn't have to do much. And I feel like they go into Washington, and I can see them winning by 17-plus.
0: Oh, at least. At least. With with yeah. the fact that we
1: talked about who's Washington have as a quarterback. So. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't even think they know right now. They yeah. might find out at noon on Sunday just like the rest of us. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with
1: you on that one, Kenny. But uh, are there any other picks that you like that you would be running with or taking? No, I guess? no.
0: Um, Ones me, to run away with. Who one, like? one to keep your eye
1: on: Houston, Indy over. I, I, that honestly, yeah, Jacoby Ellsbury. El- right, we were talking about <laughs> earlier. Jacoby Brissett. I think I feel like he's actually kind of sneaky good, and I feel like he has shown me enough that they're not really missing Andrew. They're missing Andrew Luck just the fact that he's been amazing, but. Jacoby Brissett really has not looked awful for no, a guy that's been on the back of the
0: room. Um, you know, you got Marlon Mack back there that Eric offense Ebron. Can move the ball. But here's the thing, you know, the Texans went out and put up 53 points on the Falcons. They still gave up 35 that game. Yeah. You know, so am I saying that I think both these teams can score a lot? Yes. But am I also nervous that both these defenses could also go out there and, you know,
1: I think it depends on if Wolf Fuller can catch the ball for touchdowns. He got <laughs> three touchdowns last week that I didn't have on a fantasy. I was facing him actually on a guy that had fantasy, but it is fact huge. He... The Colts are
0: getting uh, Leonard back this week as okay. well, so it is. Yeah, I, I would I, definitely drop that one down. I, I would put a question mark, circle it, look at it. I don't study it before, but I th- I think that's an interesting over under.
1: One that I'm kind of curious about, and I don't know if I'm going to take it or not, is. Buffalo, minus 17. versus the Dolphins. It's in Buffalo, I believe. I believe that's right. Let me look real quick. Yes, it's in Buffalo. Minus 17. I, I don't know if I would take that at all. I know a lot of people are saying to take the Bills just for the fact that they're facing the Dolphins and they're at home. But, I mean, the Dolphins could keep it relatively close. I just don't think Buffalo has the offense. I know their defense is stacked, but I don't know if they have quite the offense to uh, – to beat them by 17 points. What do you think about that? Hey, it's a toss up. That's yeah. why I put it on run away. So I feel yeah. like not. To, I feel like that one, and I feel like it's also going to be a trap game with the Lions versus the Vikings. They're going to Detroit. Detroit had their hearts broken on Monday versus the Packers, and they they're going back home now to face Kirk Cousins, who's been kind of rejuvenated the last couple weeks. He's had a, two great games in a row. But I feel like the defense is going to be—it's not really going to be the opposite of last week. I feel like last week it was all Kirk Cousins and the wide receivers. Dalvin Cook kind of got shut out by the Eagles. I feel like some of the opposite this week. I feel like Dalvin Cooks going to have to step up. And I Dal- feel like Dalvin
0: Cook's got to run the football this week. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. And Madsen. They, they have backup. I to get back to it. Um, Darius Slay is going to be probably covering Stephon Diggs this week.
1: Or Thielen. I'm thing. not sure. I'm not 100% sure I, on that. You
0: know, after how Diggs played last week, I would guess that they'll probably put Slay over on Diggs just to <laughs> shut him down. But I, if Thielen feasts, he feasts. But that's not going to start until they start running the football it's again.
1: A, it's also crazy that Laquan Lequ- Treadwell was a. I He's back. I know, but, he, but he, he, <laughs> he he has done nothing And for this team. I he was drafted back. by the team, gets
0: cut by them this year, and they lose a receiver, and he comes back. So you know it's just incredible. Let but. me get,
1: let me let me look real quick on it. I'm just curious to see because my buddy is a diehard Vikings fan, and so for his career in four years he has 57 catches for 500 530 yards. I didn't even think he had that much, but I didn't even think he this, had year, seven this, year, for... this year. This year, this year, this year he has one catch for 15 yards versus Philadelphia. Oh, well, he
0: got one first down this year. Let's be proud of that. I guess. You don't know if it was a first down it could have been. It could have been a first and twenty. You never know, but. uh so that
1: Vikings game, I think like that's gonna be a toss up. But why's the hate? Which one are you hating this week? I, I would say I was just gonna say the Buffalo game. I just don't know exactly about that game. But uh, I also Green Bay versus the Ra- Raiders. I don't know who Raiders have been kind of sneaky hot. They went into London and beat the Bears. Packers are gonna be without Adams. I know Scantling. Uh, Valdez Scantling, I think, is gimpy. Um, I. Honestly, I think Aaron Rodgers even got injured this week. I know he's going to play, but he was—he had a, some kind of injury in practice, but I mean, the Raiders could walk into Lambeau. I, I don't see it. I don't think it's likely, but I'm just staying away from that by far. I don't think that four and a half points, I know it's I can honestly do the Raiders. I'm hoping the Raiders win because I'm a big, big Bears fan. So, I'm hoping the Raiders go in and win. But who, who are you uh, – what are you running away from?
0: I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm going to tell you right now, stay away from the Cowboys and Eagles game.
1: I was I was going to mention that. I didn't want to make you um, mad earlier.
0: <laughs> I I think that's the biggest toss-up football game this week. You know, any – whichever team gets off the bus and decides to show up this week is the team that's going to come out and win it. Like I said, both secondaries are terrible. Defensive fronts are good. Um you know, I can obviously see the Eagles having more yards and beating the Cowboys everywhere else, but this coming down to a last-second field goal. Um, I think Skip Bayless said today that he thinks Brett Maher is going to come in the clutch for the Cowboys, and I'm sorry. I I just don't know if I see it. He
1: had so, that 62-yarder last week right before halftime. And then missed, a, what, 38-yarder? Yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, it it's one of those things I, I really think – You know, even in Dallas, obviously the Cowboys this is a must win for the Cowboys.
1: Both teams I I feel like it's a must win for. I feel like
0: you know, I think for the Eagles it's not so much because they've gotten a few games out of the way where, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have some easier cupcakes later down the road. The Cowboys are in the meat of their schedule and they've lost three straight games to valuable teams. Yeah.
1: Well, let me well, ask you this. two, sorry, two
0: to valuable About teams to say. and oh, one four. to the Jets. One, one to the,
1: <laughs> the, the, the opposite of valuable teams. But let me ask you this. Who, who who wins that, I know you want to say the Cowboys because you're a Cowboys fan, who wins that division with really it's not a two-team race between the Giants and the, the Redskins not being in it at all, but do you think – the Cowboys win or can the Eagles win? Those? Really, I
0: think it comes down to this game this week. Who wins and um, it's uh, just going yeah. to yeah. I, I think that goes to show, you know, obviously Cowboys do have to travel to Philly later in the year. Yeah. But I think if the Cowboys take care of business, they win this football game. They're going to have a game, you know, another game up on Philly, obviously. They're also going to be at three wins already in the division. Um, and they're getting ready to go into a box. Um, that's huge. This team needs to get healthy. They've got banged up issues everywhere, even though it does sound like, you know, a lot of guys are going to be back this week. Still going to be nice to, you know, get some fresh legs going for the rest of the year. Um, I think this offense needs a week away. Um, Look at the playbook again, read it, study it, um, do something different than what they've been doing. But I, I, Cowboys at home uh, lost three in a row, uh, you know, Doug Peterson comes out and says that they're gonna fly to Dallas and they're gonna get this win. Yeah. That's I, that's that's I'm true. not saying that might be a death sentence. Not but. bulletin board material or anything, but I think that I think that's enough fuel for the Cowboys Car- to say we gotta get back on track. I was gonna say
1: Carson Wentz, I mean, this year he, he really hasn't there hasn't been many games where he's looked super good. That I, I don't think he's thrown for over three hundred yards in any game. I think last week versus the Vikings he had a pretty good week, but he hasn't really shown me I know he doesn't have Deshaun Jackson's been out for almost a whole year. Nelson Aguilar had one good game. Alshon Jeffrey's been there. Really two good tight ends with Goddard and Ertz, but uh Carson Wentz, I don't know. The M D. Wentz
0: just isn't there right now. I don't know what it I don't know if it's these injuries that have finally gotten to him or what, but you know, uh, Ever since a few years ago, I just haven't seen the same guy.
1: Is he up, um, up, when when uh, Nick Foles gets that, gets that collarbone uh, healed back up, they're going to bring him back? They might. <laughs> he won the Super Bowl single-handedly. Late, so.
0: late push. I have one more game for you that I absolutely hate. Chargers-Titans. Um, same thing. Which of these two teams are going to figure it
1: out and show up and play football? The Titans, it looks like at home right now, the Titans are barely favorites, but do you can you trust Ryan Tannehill to... Yeah, and here's
0: the thing. What if Brian Tannehill goes out there and throws for 300 yards? He and could. Amazes all, you know? A couple years have, ago, he was elite. They have Delaney Walker. I would say elite. They have Derrick Henry. They have A.J. Brown now at Ole Miss. They have two Corey Davis. Running, two solid running backs with yeah.
1: Henry and Lewis. So, I
0: mean, it's it's one of – got to find somebody that can get them the ball. But I don't know – I'm sorry, Marcus Mar- Mar- Mariota is gonna be looking for a job at the end of this year.
1: Bears might be. I heard. it's all the Bears might be interested. I mean, I don't know. If it was just kind of a Bleacher Report article. I don't know if it's true or not, but I mean, Mariota. he kind of makes sense for Matt Nagy's play style because yeah, get out of the pocket. Similar, not. I wouldn't say like Trubisky was a run first quarterback last year too, but, but I here's guess the thing: the
0: Titans have a great offensive line. You know, a very very good offensive line. They great do. guys Conklin, up front. You know, Conklin, uh, Taylor, Wan, all those guys up front. And this team still can't figure it out. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things. And I heard something the other day. Somebody goes, "What what is the Tennessee Titans franchise?" You know, we're trying to figure it out. Are they are they a winning football team? I mean, they were in the playoffs what a year or two ago, yeah. or last
1: year. I think they were last year. Yeah.
0: You know, and now they're looking defense. at a team that's two and four. With their defense still isn't bad. It's yeah. the fact that they're on the field for forty minutes a game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah the offense is not doing even when Tannehill came in last week. He, I, I feel like they're they're just kind of trying to figure out something, and they just don't know what it is right now with Mariota or with Tannehill. Then Ola. vice
0: versa, like we talked about, you know, I think Philip Rivers' age is starting to catch up to him. I hate to say
1: it, yeah, Chargers
0: fans, but I really do. Yeah, um, great offense, good defense on the other side. Of the football stacked field. offense, I would say. Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're, I mean, you're moving the ball. You're just not scoring points. Yeah, um, you're not going to win football games that way. Yeah, very true. Uh, I mean, unless you're, you have a very good defense on the other end that isn't putting up any points, and you're kicking field goals all game. That's how you're going to win games. But your defense is giving up points. Not only that, you're giving up points. Um, Devin Bush had a touchdown last week against this offense for the Steelers, and you know when you get behind like that, they had what 17 points in the fourth quarter last week. Try to make a comeback, just you know a little too wait, short. Wait,
1: too, wait, not have time. But, so, uh, yeah,
0: I, I, I just see that as one game where I, I really don't think you know who's showing up. Yeah. Um, You know, if I had to pick, I think the Chargers going to win a football game. But at the end of the day, like I said, you don't know. You I don't, you I, don't I, know. It, it
1: depends <laughs> on what Danielle shows up. But yeah, I, I would say that's a huge, huge risky game. I would not want to come even close to <laughs> putting money on, regardless of each way. But. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? I can't think of anything else that we haven't covered. We covered quite a bit so far. I'm I'm excited for the NBA season. It's yeah. right around the corner. I'm yeah. it's my favorite. My time Mavericks of year. look good, man. Mavericks. You see that the uh, the Warriors day they, they waived uh, McKinney, Alonzo McKinney. Did they really to make room for Marquise Chris? Wow, which is surprising.
0: That's a big time move. Yeah. yeah, I thought I McKinney was going to have a lot of minutes this year, so that is. We'll see who picks him up, but. Um, I don't, I'm nervous about the Warriors this year. That was Connor's pick to win it all this year, actually, this, on Monday. This whole, uh, you know, I, I've loved watching this dynasty, but I, I'm i scared of what happened now that Kevin Durant left. I don't know if it's going to push other superstars away from going there. And, honestly, I don't even know if D'Angelo Russell's on this team past the all-star break, if we're being completely honest. Dang. Um, you know, I think Klay Thompson gets healthy, and they see a Picked piece over. out there that they can go and get – and D'Angelo Russell's cool with that. I think that there's a very good chance we see D'Angelo Russell on the move.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm this is my my favorite time of year. We got the NHL, NBA, NFL. If only our
0: Blackhawks would figure out how to play some defense. They,
1: they beat the Oilers somehow three to one. Yeah. with the, the previously undefeated Oilers. I think they were five and zero before that. Finally, yeah. finally, kept them to one goal. I think. And yeah, yeah. we'll see.
0: Played phenomenal, but you know, all right. I love hockey. I love hockey season for a reason, because anything can happen. Yeah. I mean the Blues were last in the NHL last year, January 1st, and they ended up winning the Stanley yeah. Cup. And you know what? Anything can happen. So I'm excited the fact that I think there's a lot of young guys on the Hawks this year that look good, oh, quick, yeah. can score, it will. If these guys want to,
1: it's just coming down to I think the principles. age is going to get to them too, with Tays and Kane are getting up there in age. Yeah, contracts Keith's,
0: are the biggest issue right yeah. now. You know, holding on to Brent Seabrook this long, I'm sorry, he's the most overpaid defender in the league probably right now yeah. for what he's doing. Duncan Keith might be pretty close with him too right now. Um, and then, you know, you're paying your two marquee franchise guys that have been around since feels like they were in diapers. They were here.
1: Back, <laughs> they, they were here in the good and the bad because they were they were here before they actually like they were the kind of the key points of turning around that franchise. Yeah, so. but I
0: mean, you know, I think for living in the city of Chicago for two years up there, I think it's a fact that people want the Hawks to be back. You know, it makes wintertime interesting. Or the Bulls, you know, I mean, I'm very excited to see what the Bulls can do. Young team, the East is wide open again. I feel like, you know, you see every superstar keep going west, and I think more and more guys need to start looking east. You know, if you want to get to that point and you want to build a team, there's a lot of teams in the east you got to start keeping your eyes on. Yeah,
1: besides, besides like, the main teams like the Bucks, Sixers, and the Celtics, like, not, who not, else?
0: I mean, we're not even talking about the Nets yet. You yeah, know, Kevin Durant's out, and that, that's, a, that's a good I, a I, I
1: forgot they even – I forgot the guy DeAndre Jordan, too. Yeah. That's so, crazy. I
0: mean, I, I think we're starting to get to that point of, you know, basketball where all these guys are going west. But I think it's going to take one or two of them to start going to east yeah. where we see a little bit of a shift. But I, I think the the other thing is, you know, who wouldn't want to play at Staples Center 40 times, a, you know, 41 times 70 a 70-degree weather. Like, no, <laughs> year winter, no, you no, know, no winter. I'm pretty sure that's why Jimmy Butler's down in South Beach right now.
1: I can't think of another reason why. Just, <laughs> they're, they're, they're average at best, but, yeah. He, he, left them, he left a good thing in Philadelphia. But they did get a good piece of... Pieces. I'm excited, though, because, you know, plan.
0: with with Paul George out for, you know, what sounds like the first ten games of the yeah. year is what they're saying. Could be a long year, though. We don't know. No Kevin Durant. Um, there are superstars that are missing to start the year. So, I think it'll, it will be interesting. Zion basketball out. Yeah, Zion's out. Um, a lot of moving pieces this year, too. Yeah. Um, excited to see what the Celtics can do. Uh, bringing Kemba in. Um, obviously, they got rid of Kyrie. I think it was just time. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these teams are intriguing, very, very, very intriguing. Um, I'm not saying championship aspirations, but I'm saying back to competitive NBA basketball, and yeah, sure. I think that's what the fans of the NBA want right now. So
1: yeah, well, uh, we've uh, covered quite a bit, and uh, yeah, I think this is a good time to wrap this up. But uh, Kyle, it was nice to talk to you for for a while, and uh, you'll be back hopefully on Friday of next week, and. Yeah, I have to, to check my
0: schedule. Sounds like uh, Glenwood Football Titans might be going for conference championship next week. Oh. So, uh, we'll maybe see. interesting. Maybe yeah. they're um, number one team in state right now. which so. is crazy to believe. Pretty excited. But yeah. uh, thanks for having me on,
1: Kenny. No problem. Have a good one. <laughs>